Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It is Tuesday, March 28, 2023. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered as always. By the almighty sports site, the best value in all sports betting, and it's not close. Now, you know we do things differently here at the show, and our week ends on Monday, and thank God it did, because sometimes you're going to have crappy days, and for us yesterday was a crappy, crappy day. Now, I did get a bunch of tweets about those of you who use Sportsline, and Sportsline has so much more than what we have here on the show, and a lot of you had a profitable night, so thanks for using that to your advantage. Now, in the chat, Brock says, you're giving me an idea. I feel like there needs to be a Discord or Twitter page for the Early Edge chat inside. Just throwing it out there, a 24-7 community of an educated, entertained audience. Sign me up. You're giving me some thoughts. You're giving me some thoughts. But it's a very, very busy week and day at the brand. As you know, every single Tuesday, live at 3 p.m. Eastern time, the Early Wedge. Last week, yet again, the counselor pulled one out of the hat. And we cash Sam Burns plus 4,000 to win the match play. What will he have in store this week? Then also on Wednesday, a very special episode. MLB Futures. The regular season starts this week. Can you believe it? And we will have it for you 3 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. But with all of that being said, let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them. You love them. And we've got a rock star crew, an embarrassment of riches. We're going Five wide this morning, ladies and gentlemen, live from Nashville, Tennessee, the penthouse level, and back from NYC, M Squared. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, everybody. Happy to be back here. Really close to MLB opening day. We've got some tennis. We've got great NBA. And what I'll be paying a lot of attention to tonight, the NIT. Can't wait for it. Let's go. It's been terrific so far, and we're down to the final four in that. And a man who's been a savage. When it comes to picking college basketball, he's one of the final four in our Early Edge Bracket Challenge. Live from Las Vegas, Sin City, he is Zach Attack. Zach Simony, good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, yeah, it feels really good, as Mike said, to be back on the show. And uh, I do have a question in the chat because we have to pick two totals in this. I'm going to see where the, to- the chat is leaning. Drop your favorite total bet for the final four. I may include it in the contest. Mm, drop your total for a particular game or for what? Yeah, the final four. Any any of the two games. Any of the two games. Left. Any, any of the two games, games that are left. All right, put them into the chat. Let Zach know he needs your help. Next, he had a good night last night. He held the brand up. He had the Mikey B special. He is our NBA aficionado. Mike Barner, good morning, sir. Good morning. Yeah, uh, Nikola Jokic held up the brand yesterday with another triple-double. He's the man. Can't beat it. Yes, sir. And finally, he is the counselor of cash, Mr. C. Najat. Good morning, sir. 
Good morning. Yeah, we, you know, I had an okay day. It was really, you know, one for two. I took two dogs and, and one of them came through in the Timberwolves and that was without Carl Anthony Towns. And then, of course, the Bulls, they didn't hold their end of the bargain against the Clippers, partly because a Batum hit eight threes and that's those things are going to happen. But I do want to point out, I have a college pick today, but I want NBA SIA to make an appearance. Everyone in the chat, if you would, can you remember what happened in that Mavericks game yesterday? Because I can't seem to recall whether the Mavericks completely blew out the Pacers. And I could have sworn yesterday that everybody was telling me how much of an idiot I was for suggesting that the Mavericks were live to beat the Pacers. Oh, look who's arrived this morning, ladies and gentlemen. NBA SIA just walked in the door. NBA SIA just walked in the door. All right, here we go. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And last night, this is exactly why Mikey does this. This is exactly why M Squared does this. Joel Embiid could have played against the Nuggets. Chose to rest with three weeks left. What is going on? M Squared, start us off, please. Yes, Coach. We've got some injuries to talk about tonight. Uh, for the Celtics, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, both listed probable. They should be good to go. They are playing Washington. Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma out on the other side. Also note Bradley Beal dealing with a minor investigation. Doesn't sound like a lot, but something to note. Uh, Monty Morris and Daniel Gafford also questionable there. This Washington team could be down four starters in this matchup with Boston. Uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Jarrett Allen listed questionable to play tonight, as is Isaac Okoro. For the uh, Miami Heat, Kyle Lowry listed questionable. For Toronto, Will Barton, doubtful. Gary Trent, questionable. For the Memphis Grizzlies, Ja Morant, doubtful. Not going to play tonight. It means we're going to see a lot of Tyus Jones once again. And then for the Charlotte Hornets, Terry Rozier, Mark Williams, already ruled out. Gordon Hayward, doubtful. Kelly Oubre, questionable. They are playing Oklahoma City Thunder on the other side. Shea Gilgis-Alexander listed questionable. Obviously has a massive, massive impact on the usage of that team. And then for the Warriors, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, both on the injury report, both listed probable to play tonight. I saw a tweet this morning. Can't remember who sent it out. They said, do you remember when Jordan, Bird, Magic, and all those guys set out back in the 1980s because of – no, they never did that. <laughs> they never did that. Mikey, thank you very much. Now, back-to-backs are a swear word in the NBA. However, if you look a little deeper, sometimes you can find something to chew on. Mikey B, talk to me. Yeah, we've got four teams playing one half of a back-to-back set tonight. The Pelicans are playing the second game of a back-to-back, and the Thunder, Heat, and Grizzlies are all playing the first game. It's like M Squared said, we got Morant, doubtful, probably just a rest situation. The Thunder situation is interesting because they play the Pistons tomorrow. So they might rest SGA against one of these two bad teams. The Heat are notorious for resting players. I will have a little bit more on that Heat-Raptors game when we get to the picks. Oh, look at you. Quite the tease, quite the tease. All right, it is time for Marquee Matchup. But before we do that, you guys know we got to pay those pesky little bills. Here's a word from one of our incredible partners. Time to pay, play that very popular game called Fade or Follow, game number one. The NIT has been terrific this year. It really, really has. North Texas, great defensively, showed in their last game. They got a little bit of offense. Wisconsin went to Oregon and got the job done. Zach, I'm going to start with you. The number is North Texas minus one and a half. The total, 115 and a half. Game one, 7 p.m. Eastern. Which way are you leaning? 
Well, first of all, I do want to say this NIT is going to be played in Las Vegas. Make sure you're paying attention to that. It's going to be at the Orleans Arena instead of Madison Square Garden. That is a big deal for our second matchup. But for the first matchup, I'm going to lean on North Texas side minus the point and a half. I think anytime you get to this stage, familiarity helps out. And you go back to last year's NIT, uh, North Texas played in two games. Won one in overtime, lost a second matchup in overtime to to Virginia, just a two-point heartbreak. They come off beating Oklahoma State. That was a tough, tough game, another overtime victory. So they moved that ladder up, and I think they have an incentive to get by here against Wisconsin team. I've said before, they did get get by an Oregon team that was undermanned, but they still were flat in that game. They've been flat, and then I think North Texas takes advantage. All right, North Texas for Zach. M squared, your thoughts? Yeah, it's going to be the North Texas side. Uh, I think that we're going to lean on the strength of the conference overall. Conference USA, what a showing for them, obviously. FAU in the NCAA tournament. They've got them, UAB here in this tournament as well. Uh, I'll lean to that side, but I think the far more interesting thing here is going to be the total. I think a lot of people are going to be eyeing that one. Uh, You don't see 115 as a total very often in college basketball, uh, but it's for good reason here. I saw a few asking where my simulations made it. My number on this game is actually 112 and a half. uh, So a little bit of wiggle room to the under, not strong enough for me to want to go play it. Uh, We are, however, seeing market movement that way. It is down to 113 in a few spots. The reason for that, these teams, they play incredibly slow. Wisconsin, 345th in pace of play. They are the quicker team in this matchup. This is about as slow as you could possibly get in college basketball. A lot of great defense. Talked to a lot of the FAU players over the weekend in New York City. They said the team they hated playing the most all season was North Texas. I tell you all the time, do you want to do the work? The man talked to the FAU players in person. That's how deep we dive at the early edge. M squared, solid. So we got two for North Texas. Total, M squared just touched on it. So, Counselor, I come to you. Your thoughts on game number one. Let's make it a clean sweep for North Texas. I I think they're going to end up pulling this one out again. I think the total is really interesting here. This is one of those totals where when you get a pitcher's duel in Major League Baseball, which I know we're on the precipice on, and it's like a six and a half total because it's just two dominant pitchers, and you almost feel it like, man, I kind of have to take the over here. I mean, that's not literally what you should do, but that's just sort of the feeling that sets in. I'm actually leaning towards the over here. It opened at 114. It's at at 115, 115 and a half in some places. I certainly trust Mike's projection model, and I don't think I'm going to bet here, but if I had to, I actually think I'd go the over here. Um, But I do like North Texas to cover and win. We do have some picks from Sportsline. Mike Tierney's on the over. Uh, EC is on North Texas. And Amazing Grace, she's also on the over. So two people that are on the over at Sportsline right now. Very interesting. All right, game number two, and Zach just talked about it, so we're going to start with you. Utah Valley. Utah, for those of you who don't know, is just north of Nevada, very, very close to Las Vegas. They're taking on UAB, a team that likes to play very, very fast. UAB, it's been hovering around three, three and a half, total 151 and a half, robust, very different than game number one. Zach, let's start with you. Yeah, I'm going to lean on UAB side. And uh, the thing with Utah Valley is they're very familiar with this arena. Orleans Arena just played in the WAC tournament uh, where they played in a couple of games and they had heartbreak there. They should have won against Southern Utah up 17 with six and a half minutes ago. So I think that does mentally affect you going back in that same arena after that disastrous loss. Mark Matson, he's got one foot out the door. The rumors are linking him to going to the California job right after 
that when they win or lose this NIT. So I do lean to UAB side. They're a more physical, athletic team in the interior. And, of course, everybody knows Jordan, Jordan Jelly Walker. All right. M Square, talk to me. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing. Uh, it's going to be the UAB side leaning on Conference USA. You mentioned the Utah Valley coach, Mark Madsen. Uh, not only is he very likely to leave to take the Cal job after this game, he's also dealing for or preparing for the birth of his fourth child uh, at the same time, missed some of the media portions of this because of that. There's a lot of distractions over there on that side. I think this game obviously means a ton to both sides, but I think it means a lot more to UAB at this point. So I'm going to go on the UAB side if I had to play this one. Four kids. Wow. Actually, Coach, let me comment back on this quickly, only because this is fascinating. Only do you get this in the NIT. I mentioned Wisconsin and North Texas, the slowest possible matchup. This is one of the quickest possible matchups. Both of these teams right inside the top 30 in pace of play. The other matchup in the NIT, outside the top 340. Complete contrast. Not in the same game, but very, very, very different basketball games tonight. It is fascinating. It truly, truly is. Thank you, Mike. Now, see ya. I'm coming to you. You may have a pick on this later, but I'd love your thoughts right now. Yeah, I may have a pick. I'll say the total I think is pretty efficient. I, I think I would probably lean on the under, but it's just not something I'm willing to play. I think it's going to be a really exciting game, right? We see a total like this. We know we're going to have a back and forth. I do like UAB's athleticism. I love Jordan Walker. I love Trey Jamison. I think these guys are going to end up kind of carrying the load for UAB, but it will be an interesting game. We, we've always underestimated, not this brand. Sportsline's actually been betting and playing Utah Valley, and, and that's actually been helping us quite a bit. But They've been underestimated, but I think they've maybe met their match this week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. A couple of chat issues. Some of you are asking about hockey. Well, we got plenty of hockey at Sportsline. You remember? Plenty of hockey there. We just don't always have it here on the show. There's only so much we can do. Schedules matter. Also, Eric says Mike Barner is just sitting there like, when are we going to talk about the pros so I can speak? Well, we're going to do it right here and right now. It's time to play Pick the Prop. I'll do my own music. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. Trey Young, 26 and a half. Jason Tatum, 29 and a half. Paolo Banchero, is that a 20 and a half? I think that's a 20 and a half. So, Mikey B, I'm coming to you. Which NBA score that you see on the screen right now would you take to hit the over tonight? All right, so this is a little bit of by default. I don't want Tatum because I think this could be a blowout with the Wizards missing Beal and Kuzma. I don't want Ben Carroll because I think he's going to be defended by Jaron Jackson Jr., one of the best defenders in the league. So I'll go with Trey Young over the 26 and a half points. It should be a close game against the Cavaliers. <laughs> they do have the best defensive rating in the league, but Young scored 34 points against them the last time they played. So I'll go with Trey Young over 26 and a half. Very well deduced. So, Zach, do you feel the same way? I'm actually exactly on the same one. And uh, Trey Young, it's not just his field goals. He's a crafty type of player. And towards the end of the year right now, he's starting to get to the free throw line, even at a more high uh, rate than he normally does. He was averaging seven free throw per attempts per game. Over his last three, he has uh, 15, 16, 12 in the last one. So he's getting to the free throw line at a high rate, and you can count on those points from him. And I do want to add one thing to the NIT I forgot to mention. North Texas and UAB. If they both win tonight, they'll go to the final Conference USA theme that Mike touched on. This would be their fourth matchup this year because they met twice in the regular season. North Texas won both of those. UAB did defeat them in the last meeting in the conference tournament. Mm, very, very, very good nugget right there. Thank you, Zach. Uh, in the chat, Justin says, Trey Young over his points is the best pick of the day. 
Do you agree with Justin? Go ahead and put in the chat. Would you take Trey Young? Would you take Jason Tatum? Or would you take Manchero? Let us know into the chat, and we'll get there. Now, it's time to get to our board for the day, and you know we start our weeks on Tuesday. So we're fired up, laser-focused. But before we do that, we got to hear from one of our incredible partners. And you're about to see a lot more of the early edge on CBS Sports HQ. I can guarantee you that. We're about to take over. Now, Mikey, we're going to start with you because people scream. I get tweets all the time. Coach, give me more tennis. Well, today, you get your wish. You're up. Yes, Coach. We've got ATP Miami here. Anytime we have a tournament on American soil, it's one that the times really work well with the show. So we're going to go Karen Kashinoff, minus 110 over Stefano Tsitsipas. Yes, I know Stefano Tsitsipas is the higher-ranked player. He is a better player overall. However, his form is highly, highly questionable right now. I think he's still dealing with a shoulder injury. It was very apparent yesterday as he really struggled through his first match against Christian Guerin. It was his first match here in Miami. This is a rematch from when these two played at the Australian Open. I love the way Kashinov is playing right now. This is top form for his career. I think this is a big opportunity for him. I think that his pace and strength overall is really going to test uh, Foss in this match. Again, I don't think he's very healthy. If you don't like backing him on the money line here, I do also like leaning over on the total games in this one. I think it's got three sets written all over it. If Kashinov doesn't win a tiebreaker in the first set or two, uh, but I like Kashinov on the money line, minus 110 over Stefano Sitsipas. And you can get way more of this stuff from Mikey. If you are a Sportsline member, I'm going to do you a solid. Use a promo code early. I'll give you 30 days for free. You can try all the cappers. You can get tennis. You can get golf. You can get basketball. You can get baseball. You can get anything. Then after that, it's 10 bucks a month. That's it. 10 bucks. All right. M squared, great way to start. Now, Zach Attack, you've been on fire in college basketball. But today, you're moving your focus, and there are six games on the docket, and you found two that you really, really like. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the Atlanta Hawks. We just talked about Trey Young. I actually think the Hawks on the side is a good play as well. Plus one and a half on their home floor. You look at the Cavaliers' season as a whole. Their worst loss of the year was at Atlanta in February. They were lost by 17 points. It wasn't just the matter that they lost by double digits. It was how they lost. They let the Hawks score 136 points. They shot 59% from the floor. They even had a 49-point second quarter in that game. So I, I like Atlanta on their home floor. I don't think they'll shoot as well as they did in that one because Cleveland was in a back-to-back spot in that first scenario. But they'll, they'll play good on their home floor. I think they edge the Cavaliers and get the win, plus one and a half as an underdog. And then the Orlando Magic, plus seven now. It was seven and a half before we started the show. Now I'm seeing sevens out there against the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant doubtful. I think it's key to look at the spread in the first matchup. On the road, the Grizzlies were virtually the same spread. It was minus six and a half. So there's only a half point difference here. That tells me something for a Grizzly team that's on a six-game winning streak. I just think at, towards the end of the year, you look at these younger teams. They have an incentive to play good going into next year. That's what the Orlando Magic are all about. They've won four of their past five games, three in a row. I think this line should be more towards four, four-and-a-half point range. Give me the Magic plus seven as a second play. Oh, I like it a lot. I, those Orlando Magic, they're motivated. They really think they can still do something. They're young, and they talk about it. And I'm here for that. And they've been playing really good basketball lately. All right, so we've got the Hawks and the Magic from Zach. Now, Mikey B, I'm coming over to you. Somebody in the chat said, how about Fred Van Vliet throwing him on that little, what do we call it, full screen of players? They like him to go to the over. Now, 
You may not like Van Vliet, but you do like his team. Talk to me. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going to pay the juice here. I'm going to go Raptors money line. If you're a sports line member, you got it at 145, minus 145 last night when I posted it. It's minus 155 today. I'll still take it. The Raptors have won nine of their last 10 games at home. Adding Jakob Pertl has been big for them, especially in this matchup where he's going to have to battle with Bam Adebayo. The Heat have really struggled on the road. They are just 15 and 21 away from Miami. So I'll go Raptors, money line minus 155. And then we got to have a player prop. We'll go to the Pelicans-Thunder game. We'll go P.J. Washington over 19 and a half points. That's minus 106. Uh, as Mikey alluded to, the Hornets are going to be missing just about everybody for this game. I don't think Kelly Oubre Jr. is going to play. He's questionable, but they're basically sitting everyone. Now, he's missed both of the last two games, along with Terry Rozier, and Washington scored 28 and 21 points, respectively. Both of these teams are in the top six in the league of pace of play. So up-tempo game, added shot attempts. P.J. Washington over 19 and a half points. Oh, I like P.J. Washington and the way he's been trending. Now, three down, one to go. But I've been waiting for this part of the show for a very special announcement. You guys know Early Wedge every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Well, next week, we will have a guest, a guest picker, who famously battled Tiger Woods years ago, one-on-one. He has played in the most important tournament we have here at CBS. I believe you know what it is. I could not be more excited about the Masters next week and the very special guest we'll have on the early wedge that has played in the Masters and has battled Tiger Woods one-on-one. Can't wait for it. See ya? I know you can't wait either. You have been on fire with golf, but right now, we're focused on hoops. What do you got? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a little mesmerized by last week, Coach, if I may. You know, we had match play. We had 64 golfers, and two of them, the last two, were Sam Burns and Cameron Young. And right over here, we had them both. So in the finals, we didn't have to sweat a bit. The only sweat was whether we were getting the 31 to 1 or the 40 to 1. And it's honestly been like that all year. I hope we can sustain it. The early wedge has been truly, truly incredible. Um, we got to pat everybody on the back there, including Patrick McDonald. But let me tell you this. I do like UAB minus three. And for the record, I, I would just want to endorse the Atlanta Hawks play. I like the Atlanta Hawks at home. I think they're in a good spot. They kind of need the win a little bit. But let's go back to UAB. They've been efficient on both offense and defense. Um, I really like Jordan Walker. I, You know, he had two points against Vanderbilt. By the way, Vanderbilt, a very good team that UAB just knocked off. But he had two points in the first half, and he exploded for 19 points in the second half. I really like him. I like Jamison inside. I think he is going to be a big threat in this game. And what I really like is the free throw shooting. Like when you have a spread that's minus three, and by the way, this is ticked up to three and a half in some places. I would probably play it to four. If you can maybe wait, and, and if it's three and a half or four, it might settle back down to three. So I wouldn't necessarily jump on the three and a half and four because I don't think it's going to go to four and a half. I, I'm pretty positive about that. So you may get a situation where the line isn't great right now because the, this play is in on sports line, but it has moved. Uh, long story short, maybe be patient and wait for it to come back to three. What I really like about UAB is last game, they were 17 for 17 from the free throw line. So when you're closing out a game, you want good free throw shooting. And that's not an aberration, by the way. The, the, the two games prior to that, they were over 70% from the free throw line. So I expect 70 to 80% from the free throw stripe. That's how you close out games from a cover standpoint. And by the way, they've been really poor from the three-point line the last couple of games. I expect some positive regression there. But overall, UAB is just the better team here. I think the Utah Valley run, which has been good, comes to an end. All right. So UAB minus a three. The money line is probably going to hover around minus 150, minus 160. Yes. You 
prefer to not worry about the points. Uh, by the way, a couple of things, because we're leaning into the Masters big time. You're going to see a ton of content. Uh, you're asking if it's Stephen Ames is our guest next week. It is not Stephen Ames. I can promise you that. Also, for those of you who are not Sportsline members who want more Masters content, if you become a Sportsline member, Mikey, when can they get your Masters stuff at Sportsline, sir? Uh, constantly, honestly, throughout the year. The Masters is one of the tournament's leaderboard updates, you know, weekly or biweekly throughout the year. So there was an update yesterday. There will continue to be updates. Uh, you know, I'll have another one probably Saturday or Sunday uh, based off how this tournament's going. And then, yeah, all week. We can only lead you to the water. We can't help you drink. Know what I mean? Now, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here's the recap courtesy of the snake on the ones and the twos. Mikey B, he's on the Raptors' money line. The juice most definitely worth the squeeze tonight at home as Miami comes north of the border. Then P.J. Washington over 19 and a half points, minus 106. Then the counselor is on UAB, minus three. M squared, a little ATP Miami. Let's go a little minus 110 over Stephanos. And the chat loves that pick. Then Zach Attack, two straight picks from the association. Magic plus the seven. They're trending. They're young. They're hungry. And the Hawks plus one and a half. They also have a new coach. And I feel like a new energy since he took over. Don't forget. Two more big shows later today at 3 p.m. Eastern time. The early wedge. The Valero Texas Open. Don't sleep on this tournament this week. Ricky Fowler needs a win to make it to the Masters. That's one of the big storylines today. And also at early edge in five at 4 p.m. Eastern time, more best bets for the night in sports. We love this so much, but we can't do without all of you. Now, with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, love ball. M squared, Mikey B, Zach Attack, the counselor, and of course the snake always behind the scenes. Remember, we love this so much. We do it seven days a week, 365. Haven't missed a day, not one, since December of 2020. Tell me another brand that does that. I'll wait. Remember, we grind with you so we can win with you. See how I screwed that up? It doesn't even matter because we're all family right here at the early edge. Thank you.